0: Do you have moments where you go from one emotion to something else like zero to a thousand in 3.2 seconds? So this is something that was true for me, particularly around anger. I would keep all my emotions in check, particularly in the workplace. So back to my corporate days, be professional, do the right thing, and then get home and oh it's a safe place probably a lot of this playing out subconsciously but consciously too right i can just let my guard down and just be who i want to be problem was that i was expressing my anger and frustration from the day at work from all areas of my life and expressing them in in the presence of the most important people in my life my wife my kids the dog uh at times other friends and, and all the people that met, meant the most to me, and I was actually having this emotional reaction, which I hated. And so if you're listening to this and go, yeah, that's me all the time, like I have that, maybe it's not anger, maybe it's another emotion, maybe you're quick to go to a uh, anxious state or a depressive state or um, whatever it is, then you get caught in that, conversation with yourself going oh but I I know I shouldn't do that and so then you try and shut it down and you try and resist it and you try and push it away and I want you to look at that from a different perspective because every one of our emotion any every one of our emotions is there for a reason including anger including feelings of anxiety or or whatever else is is your feeling And so let's look at anger specifically. We're told that, you know, don't be angry, don't be this, don't be whatever. Um, All through our childhood we have this patterning of being told how we should and shouldn't be. And uh, then we get to adulthood and these emotions come through. There is real emotions, these real feelings. And we don't know what to do with it and and we also think that it's – A bad thing so we try and bottle it we try and suppress it we try and push it down and when it does come out inevitably because that's just what emotions do then we judge ourselves and say oh we shouldn't be doing that but actually it's honoring our emotions and particularly if you're someone who's got children and you're coming home and and you're having this reaction an emotional reaction for them to see that not only are you conscious of the reaction but being able to express the emotion in a safe place and if it does spill over and you do express it in a way that's upsetting to them, being able to apologize for that is massive. We're having this conversation in one of my group programs this morning exactly on this subject and the person I was speaking to, one of my clients, was saying, yeah, they they do this from time to time. They, they go straight to that apology to the, to their son. And I was like, man, that's, that's powerful. And... We're having the same conversation. Okay, now make it make it as okay to be able to express that emotion. Your kids want to see that you're human, so that's, they don't care if you make those mistakes. They're more forgiving of us than we are of ourselves. So how do we express uh, something like anger in a healthy way? Well, this is where I'm a massive fan of meditation because meditation allows us to explore that space and it allows us to regulate our emotions but if we're stuck in the moment then we can't just break away and suddenly meditate but one of the best skills you can learn is the power of breath being conscious of your breath throughout the day conscious of the times when you're holding even as I talk about this some of you may feel that you're holding I'm feeling that in my body now you may feel that Oh yeah there are times even and and maybe this is triggering you and you feel the sort of tightness across your chest (sighs) consciously sucking in that air slowly deliberately deep into your lungs and then slowly breathing it out and if you just took three or four deep breaths now really deep breaths you would immediately feel the difference in your physiology because it is that powerful. We get ourselves out of that fight or flight response, which often brings on more anxiety. And the other part is uh, I heard someone mention the other day, fight, flight, or more prevalent these days is freeze which often happens now is like we procrastinate or we're not sure how to react. So we just don't indecision shows up in lots of different ways. So focusing on our breath at those times when we're triggered allows us to self-regulate our emotions. It allows us to go, okay, yeah, I am angry. What's playing out for me at the moment, allow it to sit in our body. So you might even want to close your eyes at this point, or it might be if you're with someone just saying to them, oh man, I just feeling this at the moment. Can you just give me a minute to compose myself? There's nothing wrong with that. People will appreciate that. They'd rather you do that than react straight out at them. So focus on the breath. It will allow you the composure to be able to then go, okay, what do I need to do here? Maybe I need to remove myself from the situation. Maybe I just need to breathe and I can start talking and then I'll go, oh, sorry, this has happened during the day and I'm frustrated about this. It's nothing to do with you. It's, you know, this is what I've got going on. Now, particularly for men, this is a real challenge. Women do this way better, and 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 I won't uh, shy away from that. And it's a generalisation, absolutely. I know there are men out there who do it well, and there's probably men out there who don't do it so well. But it, but generally speaking, women get together in their groups and they talk about things emotionally, and it's a much more safer place. So, if you're someone who uh, maybe you have a friend, or if you're if you're a wife and you've got a a male partner, creating a safe place for them to do this that's also a massive skill for you to learn because it's become so foreign to all of us that, and my wife and I have had this conversation too, her allowing me that space, that's that's been a work in progress for us. It hasn't always been that easy for us to have conversations where, okay, I just need to express this. It's not directed at you. It's not meaning that I'm thinking this, that, and the other. I'm just getting this out and I'm just – expressing my frustration so that I can then show up later at a better time. So being able to hold space, so allow them just to do whatever they need to do, express however they need to express, and then usually we have a bit of a laugh at it afterwards because it's like, okay, cool, is that out of system now? Okay, cool, let's carry on. So that's that's. – I'm not expecting you to be at that place immediately, but that's where you, you're you aiming for. It's good to know that too. But, but for now, it's focusing on the breath and then to a deeper level having that space for meditation at some point in your day. The days when I'm not meditating, then I'm far more likely to be triggered by something and react. The days that I've meditated, not only am I able to regulate much easier, but that sort of stuff just doesn't seem to show up either. Meditation at a very basic level is stillness, focusing on breath and allowing whatever emotions to come through so that you can allow them to come in and then release them because a lot of the blockages around emotion come because we're trying to resist it. Oh, I shouldn't feel that and and we we try and push it away. Allow it to be, and if you can do that in the morning, that will allow whatever shows up in the day much easier to handle and go from there. So if you know that this has been... A, something that you've been challenged with in the past, you know that it will more than likely show up again, I just ask you to start being aware of it. Start practicing this breathing. If if you have the ability to do, and I know I didn't for a long time because I had a really badly broken nose until I got it fixed, if you have the ability to, breathing through your nose and then out through your mouth, you can then do that in stressful situations and people don't even have to know that you're doing practicing this breathing. Again, next level after that, if you can use your throat muscles, they call oceanic breathing. So you can actually breathe. It sounds like the ocean. So I'll do it using throat muscle. that sounds like this. So that's in through the nose and then out through the mouth. So rather than using your no, nasal uh, muscles or your mouth muscles to do the, the in and the out, the throat muscles allow you to go deeper and longer. And like I said, if you're in a public setting, People won't even be able to tell you're doing it. Obviously, you do it without the, the oceanic noise, but you're using the same principle of those muscles. It allows you just to be able to regulate on their own. Find that ability to react in a different way. Uh, and if you get it wrong, which you will, because you're human and I still do too, and you react just having the uh, presence and the self-ownership to say, I got that wrong, I apologize, It was because I'm dealing with this and not because of anything to do with you. (sighs) And continue to breathe now. If this is helpful, let me know. I'd love to hear. If you want more information about meditation, about breath work, let me know. I've got a whole heap of resources on that that I can send you. And um, I'll speak to you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, Please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.